Welcome everybody to the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, episode 90, featuring the Sovereign Soundboard. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming podcasts, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, iHeartRadio, among others. And if you're on iTunes, leave us a review. Links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. You go to ykwrestling.com on that link tree, you can buy you some merch. You know, we got Young Kings Wrestling shirts, you know, something like that. Uh, Black Lives Matter shirts, you feel me? You know, I said be buying them. He <laughs> do. got a whole closet at this point. Some, somewhat. I, I've, I've seen <laughs> Vince's name pop up in my email like about four times at least. Mm. <laughs> I just appreciate the support, man. Give me, give me like a book bag and I'll buy that shit too. Oh, give me a dad hat or a beanie. I'll buy that shit too. I'll, bu- I'll buy a beanie. We'll look into all that. Mm-hmm. I need me a beanie myself. Yes, sir. Who doesn't need a beanie? Even if it's summer outside, I still rock a beanie. I live That's in the shit. desert. I wear beanies all the time. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> I forget sure. that detail. Hey, man. If, uh, if you got uh, on Twitter, uh, join our conversation on social media with the hashtag YK Wrestling. We're going to dedicate this episode to our friend over at the Smackin' and Raw podcast, to HWBIC, the warden, Matt Ritter. Uh, send your love and prayers to my guy and his family during this time, man. Uh, so I, I had an idea to do like a 10 bark salute, and I just I didn't I didn't get the barks ready. So I'll, I'll, sure, have, some, I'll have some barks ready. Uh, I, I, I might put some barks in in post. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure Matt will appreciate the sentiment, regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, always. Hey, man. Speaking of smacking the raw podcast, let's introduce our guest here. Uh, first, uh, co-host smacking the raw number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Uh, Vince Delgado. Or uh, as they they call it, I'm gonna let Reek uh, say the full nickname and everything. All right, let me turn this up a little bit because you know introductions are my thing. Yeah, it is, and you can um, also segue this into introducing Katie because oh I, oh I oh today anyway. You already, you already know. You already know, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, coming to you live from the Smackin' and Raw podcast, present to you the silver tongue devil that all the ladies gotta watch out for. Pornhub Poppy Daddy Delgado. Hey, I love that. Pornhub Poppy put the number on the one t-shirt. That wrestling man. podcast on Pornhub. Hey, my man. Got my own yes, Paul Heyman over here hyping me up. Yes, sir. I'm, yes, feeling, sir. Like yes, sir. The, I'm feeling like the, like the new Roman Reigns of podcasting. Thank you. It's fun, isn't it? <laughs> It's always oh, so fun, man. Okay. You get to experience that almost weekly, don't you, Katie? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. And without further ado, of course, ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from the Smack Raw podcast, the end all be all, 
the star, the North Star of the SmackDown podcast, the sun around which the other other wrestling podcast must revolve. Mm. The one, the only, I'm going to change it up a little bit, Ms. Katie F. Baby. Mm-hmm. There's oh, another okay. name for you. Mm. I have so I many names. Katie F. and wrestling. How about that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How about that? Yes, sir. Let's introduce ourselves. You know, I'm TC Fontaine. <laughs> And now that I think about it, I feel like we haven't introduced uh, the host of, of the actual show in a few weeks. I, I, I got you. I got you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we before we get this properly underway, we got to introduce the host, the thespian, Mr. T.C. Fontaine, Esquire. I'm not Esquire anymore. Man. I'm, I'm not <laughs> Esquire in the courtroom. This is that one time. Just that one time. All right, for sure. And you got to introduce yourself, man. Yeah, hype yourself up. Ah, man, listen. I'm just I'm just an advocate. You know what I'm saying? I am the cult. No, one, no, no, third, no. one third of the wrestling. One third of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. You know, the Nature well, Boy. The Nature Boy, yeah. I was going to say Nature Boy Reek Flair, also known as the Essential Reek Havoc, formerly known as the Essential Reek Havoc. Now known as the Nature Boy Reek Flair. Woo! Frozone. <clears throat> Frozone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, big Papa Pump on Instagram too. You see, you see his Instagram post. He out here showing the guns. He is. Yeah. Listen, listen, my, my boy be looking like you know big. Lady slaps his hands. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to catch the Almighty. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not on that level yet, but I'm trying to get there. I see you. I see you. You, man. Hey, before we get started, man, uh, I want to send condolences to the friends and family of this. This one hurt me a little bit, man. Uh, New Jack Jerome Young uh, passed away. I think it was fifty-eight. They yep. said, uh, "I don't, I don't care how you felt about him if it was in a negative way, because on this show he is a Hall of Famer all day, every day. I don't care. I, I just don't care. I, I don't care. We, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna, you know." Grass moral straws over here. We all support bad people. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. There's Hogan fans out here, so yeah. Yeah, he never killed anybody. I mean, New Jack didn't kill anybody on purpose. I'm not to say, you know, on purpose. Nothing. Nothing. He might he might have intended to. Nothing that can just, be it never happened. Yeah. Not to say, yeah. Couple injuries, some some blood, some some you know broken bones here and there, but. I went years thinking that this man like killed mass transit during that match just to come to find out that dude died years later. Yeah. And, and it was a they said it was a complication from a surgery. So it's yeah. It ain't even like you could really pin that on him either. They try to blame New Jack for saying because the dude was fat. It was like he was fat before he, he was met fat. Right. He was he was <laughs> his whole gimmick, he was fat. So what that got yeah. to do? His name was Mass Transit, bro. Right. That's the whole. That was the whole point. Hey, look, what's your guys' favorite New Jack moment? If you have one, uh, like honestly, I I never watched any New Jack, to be honest. So like, same. I don't have a negative opinion of the man, nor do I have any like fond memories of him. I just know of him. Like I said on the Smack Smack and the Raw podcast, we should go. You should go ahead and check out. You yeah, know, go Link listen Tree, to that. Link Tree slash Smack and the Raw for the audio. Link Tree slash Creation World for the video. You know. 
I did mention that his name is big enough that I know of him. But even though I didn't watch any of his work, I think I might have seen like clips of like crazy shit he used to do. Wasn't he the guy that like beat up that kid that lied about him being a trained wrestler? And he yeah, that was Mass Transfer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then, so then there you go. So like, that's probably my only memory of New Jack is him like being the fucking kid that lied about him being a pro wrestler. I have a favorite New Jack moment, but it did not occur in the ring. Uh, it happened during a shoot interview where him and the Honky Tonk Man and Iron Sheik were having a shoot interview together, hanging out together. All of a sudden, it was probably a bunch of alcohol and drugs involved uh, as well, but. Uh, it was a very entertaining shoot interview that took place about a few months to a year after uh, the Benoit situation, and they just went in on him. And it's very entertaining. It's probably my favorite interview I've ever watched. Might have to check that out. Uh, just, so just to see like three people that you probably would never expect to see hanging out together. Hanging out. Yeah, so the the Vic Grimes getting tossed off the scaffold was one of the things that I watched for years before I even knew who New Jack was. So when I found out out the line wire. Yeah, right. And so when I found out about New Jack and the fact that it was revenge for, for a spot that went wrong previously, I'm like, okay, so this dude is wild. Like, and, and it wasn't planned or nothing like that. He just said, I'm just tasing this dude and I'm throwing him off the scaffold and I hope he died. But he didn't like if that if that don't tell you the dude was like real life crazy. <laughs> I, I I don't know what else will like that 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 was it like because I didn't see a lot of them but I, I basically I knew about him before I knew about him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically, I can say the same thing. OJ Simpson, keep up the good work, baby. Ooh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey man. So uh, if, if we still have any listeners left over from talking about New Jack in a positive light, uh, let's move <laughs> on. Uh, uh, we said shout out to New Jack so many times in the past. I don't want to hear it. Y'all right. know what's up. Yeah, y'all, y'all know what it is. We, we was trying to get an interview. I remember I was talking to him before, right? Yeah, he Rick was actually corresponding with him. Oh my god, I was so tight. I never, never. I had I, I had him on. A, we, we tweet retweeted something talking about an interview. He said set it up. Well, I bet. So I DM'd him. And I gave him all the details. He never got back. Through, like a week went by, he didn't get back to me. And all of a sudden, he was like, "Yo, what's this about again?" My bad. Sometimes I forget shit. I'm like, uh, "The interview oh, the- for for the show, Young Kings Wrestling." Never heard back from him again. And then he just deleted his whole Twitter. So, no, he got suspended. Oh, oh yeah, 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 he got suspended for uh, threatening Jake Paul. I think it was. Ah, sounds about right. True story. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Bruh. It was Jake or Logan. It was one of the two. Uh, one don't the suck. Logan, who cares? Yeah. I was say, every, everybody doing that. So, so what? <laughs> yeah. So, it, like I said, we still have any people listening. Still, uh, we we can we can carry on. Uh, so, uh, what do you guys watch? You guys watch any wrestling outside of the weekly shows? Like ran back you know any what? reviews, any docs? Uh. 
I haven't been able to since the switch over to Peacock. I've tried, but I have been going back to watch some old 2004, 2005 SmackDown. Watch some of the glory days of Thugonomics, John Cena, Latino Heat, Eddie Guerrero, and the rise of JBL scumbag, like WWE Championship reign. Greatest heel uh, of all time. I, yeah, fair claim, fair claim, you know? And honestly, it, going back and watching it, those those SmackDowns are always fucking fun. I usually go back and watch the 2005 SmackDown. So that's what I've been watching recently. Uh, you, you oh said. yes, <laughs> that was actually the last episode. Was the one where he debuted and got the title off of Cena and shit. So I'm slowly John working Cena my got way. Stabbed, stabbed, stabbed in the nightclub by Jesus, his bodyguard. You say you say you saying JBL was the greatest heel of all time after Triple H beat up a mentally handicapped man on live TV. He twice lost, he lost to him mentally handicapped man. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, the idea was he's supposed to be handicapped. And uh, man, know. if he didn't get heat after that Burger Seat promo, he wasn't gonna get heat for being a beauty. Case in point, further evidence right there. But yeah, most, more people it. love Triple H than more than people love JBL. There's more JBL haters. Honestly, honestly, the the biggest thing that gave JBL heat was that promo, him trying to kick Mexicans out of the border. Like that, that that's real heat. Hey, you know what I'm saying? The, the behind the scenes of that, of, of them shooting that promo. Nah. Uh, so uh, it, it was on an old episode of Bruce Pritchard's podcast. I can't remember, but so apparently they went to the wrong location initially. Really? So when they go on somebody's private property, they end up getting a gun pulled on them. Oh, <laughs> what? Oh. Because they accidentally went to the wrong property, like. Oh my gosh! That, so that that's what really solidified as the greatest like of all time for me. Because the fact that he was still able to go to where he was supposed to go, and and perfect that promo the way he did after almost dying, <laughs> that's goat stuff right there. Uh, that's crazy. That and him giving uh, Eddie Guerrero's mom a heart attack. And the uh, live event. A shoot heart attack too. A shoot heart attack. That wasn't planned though. I I will say it wasn't planned. In front of Eddie Guerrero's family. Yeah. In front of Eddie Guerrero's city. Mm-hmm. He gave his some, mama a shoot heart attack. They said like they almost didn't make it out of the air a lot. Some they, of the most, almost died several times playing that role. That's why he's he, the greatest hero. Some of the most traumatizing moments in Eddie's life happened involving JBL. Cause uh. Eddie Judgment Day 04. Right. It's not to say Judgment Day 04. When he Man's. literally blood, bled out a whole blood bank and shit. No, he literally uh, like bled out in that whole bled, bled so much that he went into shock. I'm still literally. dramatized by that Great American Bash Texas bull rope match. Oh, uh, that, that day, result got so much heat with it. To this day, I do not like Kurt Angle for it. Like, there'll no. be times where I'm like, God damn, it's the crazy. Cage match like, on SmackDown, bro? Fuck Kurt Angle for that cage match coming out as El Luchador or whatever the fuck he was El calling Conquistador? Like, whatever the fuck. No. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. El, no, El Gran Luchador. That's what it was. Because I of, literally. One of those. No, it was Mexican that. Because I went back and watched costume it. gimmicks that yeah, they had. Because they, they debuted that like character four, like right? two weeks before he did that bullshit. And then on top of all of that. It was El Gran Luchador. El Gran Luchador. I know, I know, because it clicked yeah. in my head because I just watched it like like four weeks ago. Like, 
I'm still so mad about Kurt Angle. The, the original El Gran Luchador was uh, Shannon Moore under the costume. Really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. do that one. Yeah. Interesting. He looked a little bit more tan than I remember. Yeah, it was Shannon Moore. If you, if you yes. go back and look at the, the match log, I don't know. I'm a nerd. Anyway, let's move on some more. Uh, <laughs> you know, I watched I watched the, some docs recently as well. It's, it's a bunch of docs I need to watch, but I started the RVD one. So I, I was very shocked they allowed RVD to go on Peacock talking about, you know, him discovering weed. And that was very interesting. Yeah. He gave Vince a pack of rolling papers. I was about to say, <laughs> he showed up and just added it to him. Vince started dying. I wonder if he used them. You think Vince used them? Probably. Probably. If he did, it's not something he's going to openly confess to. Like he probably got like a, a safe room somewhere. In his, God in his damn it, crib. Rob! This is some good shit. He probably That's what it was in the lockbox. Shane was trying to expose. Right. What's, yeah, it, what's the RVD rolling paper? Like, like somewhere to know that he smoked weed. Somewhere in the, the the McMahon residence is a safe room where he goes and just lights a couple up away from everybody else, and he just comes out of there calm as hell. That's how. That's how he stays level. Mm-hmm. All right. I bet. Uh, also. I have not checked out the Damian Priest Chronicle. I have to watch that one. I, I didn't know Damian Priest was like a whole, you know, 70 pounds bigger than he is now. So I might be dragging, yeah. but he, he was a little big. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not watched Dark Side of the Ring yet either with Nick Gage. I did. That, I heard it that was is, something that I is, can't really watch. <laughs> yeah, like, honest to God, like... Uh, all, all of these episodes like are, are tough to watch if you know the stories or you've been fans of these wrestlers. But this one, this just because of the the content, it was like it was just cringing almost the entire time. Like the dude, it kicks off with that incident where he literally almost died because uh, one of those light fixtures that he goes through stabs him right up under the arm and like nicks an artery, so he's like bleeding all over the place and. They had to go stitch him up. He still tried to go finish the match. Like that is how they started it. So he just, so he just carried for this the next don't forty minutes. Matches, man. Yeah, I'm not not a fan. Like, did, nah, did you did you see the footage of that death match, or was it maybe a hardcore match at some indie show on Friday, where the dude ended up lighting himself on fire? Did y'all see yeah, that? yeah. So it was a spot where the dude. Like his opponent was just going to like burn burn his dick and then use a weed whacker to put it out, but then the fire he just ended up getting set on fire all the way. Like as he was selling, the, like as he was he was selling the initial move, and then his whole body got set on fire. He just no sold from that point. Just there's no fire extinguisher in sight. There's a bunch of dumbasses just trying to throw beer on him to put it out. It's so stupid. It's the dumbest shit I ever seen. Yeah, that that's some, that, that's some shit. That's some shit that needs to stay Simpsons in the past. Shit right there, like like, <laughs> like that. grabbing the beer to put out the fire on himself. You know, like, like it's 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 time for that to die. Like it it had it had a good run, but I'm just. And then there was a show out here last night. Uh, GCW had a show, and Nick Gage was in the main event, and fucking Moxley comes out. Like John Moxley shows up, which like I should have known he would show up. He shows up all the time. Um, he lives here, so it's not nothing for him to show up. But 
you know, Moxley and Nick Gage, you know, whatever. I don't know the history. I don't follow death matches, but I was very surprised to see Moxley there. I feel like that's that's kind of beneath him. It was in a very indie riffed looking situation. It looked like it was in a gym. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, the two of them are tight. Like he talks about it in the doc. Like they really, they really clicked when he kind of was cutting his teeth on the indie scene. So it's like he was one of them dudes that kind of brought him on. That man, I saw your ass at WrestleMania. Yeah, true that. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, once you set stage on WrestleMania and go to like a gym to wrestle, I feel like that's a major step down. <laughs> major step Willingly, down. Willingly. Like, it's not like he just got released and he just had to, you know, grind. Like, he is is willingly going to these places. He's Yeah, he's willingly going to where because he's signed to AEW to like the second biggest promotion. And New Japan, two of the biggest promotions outside of WWE. He's still the IWGP United States champion. For whatever reason. And, and the former AEW world champion. And a former yeah. WWE champion. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Out here appearing in, in gymnasiums. <laughs> but to be fair, it does feel like it fits John Moxley, like the person's like whole personality. As long as it makes him happy, man. I'm not I'm not tripping. I just don't understand it. That's all. It's just that. trippy to see him there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I get you. I get you. Carry on, man. Uh, uh, check out that Shawn Michaels biography. I'm going to have to watch that, too, because you got to watch Ooh. the goat. Yeah, yeah. That came out tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm check that. Is there a way to go re-watch the replay somehow? Uh, A&E's those... website? Is it free? Yeah. Where? I am cheap still. I don't think you gotta log in with the provider. I think you just can watch it. Don't call me on that though. I just know I just know you don't have to pay anything. Mm. We'll see what's up. We'll see what's up. Because I still gotta go watch a few of those. Facts, man. So I wanna get into these quick hits before we, you know, get into talking about backlash. Uh the main reason we're here. <laughs> yeah. So I, I know I'm the only one here that watches Impact. So I, I did watch. Impact's uh, under siege, Impact Plus special last night. Uh, it was it was good. Some good matches. Uh, I, you know we got new women's uh, excuse me knockouts tag team champions. Uh, old tag team champions. Fire and flavor. They win the titles back from uh, Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellery. Uh, Josh Alexander and El Fantasmo from the Bullet Club had a really great match for the X Division Championship. Shout out to El Fantasmo. Was putting in work since he's shown up in Impact a few weeks ago. I would like to see him there more often. Oh, for sure. He's one of my favorite, like, current actual Bullet Club members yeah, out there. It's probably just him and Kenta, the only two dudes I care about. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that's that's exactly it. Those are the two guys that I only fucking care about in Bullet Club right now. And for whatever, Chase Owens. For, like, I, he's just growing on me. Like, he's kind of like that. Like that kind of puppy you see on the street, it's like, oh, yeah. look at you. You're trying. Life's hitting you with a ton of bricks, but you're trying. Here's a treat. Thanks, man. Uh, in the main event, though, uh, we got Moose winning, uh, I think it was like a six-way. I don't remember. It was like, yeah, it was a six-way. Thank you. Uh, Moose wins a six-way to become number one contender for Kenny Omega's Impact World heavyweight championship so we got kenny oh. and 
next month at Against All Odds. And let me tell you this. Since AEW is getting back to touring in a couple months, they just need to move on and focus on them. Focus on, on their brand and, and re-solidifying, regaining that momentum that they had built up. They had some pretty good momentum built up before Corona. So let's focus on that. Let's end this belt collector stuff that I just haven't cared about since maybe the third week after it started, which is in December. To be fair, the whole belt collector shtick has been overdone recently too much. Like Austin Aries did it. Moose fucking did it. No, Lashley. Not, not Lashley, that's what I meant. Lashley fucking did it. He had all the fucking titles on Impact. Every, everyone. Yeah, every single last one of them. So like the whole belt collector gimmick has been done. And it's it's like it's fine or whatever. It's it's not bad, but I think someone should take the title off of Moose. And I and I think it's gonna be Andrade to take that Triple A title off. I was just about to say that you got the right people that can take. You got the right people that can take all these belts. Like Moose can take the TNA belt because he rightfully I think he he made his claim to be a champion a while back. So he can take that. And then Andrade, it's a perfect way to get him in at, at Triple A. He can take that belt off of, off of Kenny and whatever you're going to do with the AEW title, but it's, it's all set. If I could fantasy book for a second, I would have Samoa Joe return to Impact Wrestling, be their big face, and be the one to take the Impact and TNA world title off of Kenny Omega and be like that face of Impact. Because as much as I would love to see Samoa Joe on AEW, I think just something about him going back to Impact just feels right. That's just me. That's my take. See that? I thought about it, but then I I, I, I didn't like it when I thought about it. You didn't think hard enough. <laughs> I feel like that that wouldn't benefit anything past just that initial moment. Get inducted into the it's into the Impact Hall of Fame. He'd be a Hall of Famer. He's going there anyway. No, I'm about to say like that's that's already set. Like he don't need to be Kenny Jump Omega started. to do that. Yeah, if but I just if, kind of want him to be Kenny Omega. I want him to choke out Kenny Omega is basically what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, and if he's going to do it, then he should do it on AEW. Like, yeah. Moose is the one to do it like with Impact. Moose is... I was, Moose should have never lost that title to Rich Swann. 14 to 15 months, mm-hmm. like, Moose has been... He's had this Moose momentum, and, and Kenny Omega actually came in and ruined his momentum a little bit, the, mm-hmm. you know, for the past few months. So, so now, like, let's do it. Moose is probably the hottest guy at Impact right now. I don't think, yeah, he sh- he shouldn't have lost to Rich Swan, but you you kind of had to do it for this whole Kenny thing, and it was stupid. But the way he lost to Rich Swan, it wasn't like it 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 didn't hurt Moose at all. So yeah, that's cool. I, yeah, that's that was the one that. thing is that I just didn't like how like the whole like. Moose losing the title just to get it on Rich Swan, just to get those titles onto Kenny Omega, kind of hindered Moose in a bit, but it's the, all gonna work the out. Only so thing long I as really he gets the title at the end. Yeah, the only thing I really didn't like is Moose losing the title after they finally yeah. recognized yeah. him as champion when he's been carrying yeah. his belt around for a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that was the thing. That was the thing. Had he like been recognized as champion for a few months to like half a year, then I'm like, okay, you know, it's whatever. He had his run as a world champion, you right. know. But it was literally like, oh, yeah, two weeks, two weeks. Jesus. Yeah. Hey, let's let's get that belt off of Kenny Omega. Uh, yeah. 
you know. Next up, uh, we got Tamina and Natty defeated Shayna and Nia Jax. Shania. Shania or Jaxler, whichever one you want to call it, uh, to win the women's tag team championships in WWE. Uh, this is Tamina's first women's championship. If you remember, uh, she won the 24-7 title a couple years ago. So it's not her first title. Forgot. It's, it's, the, it's the first women's championship. And a triple yeah. crown for Natty as well. It counts. Congrats to both. Divas title, SmackDown Women's Championship, Women's Tag Team Champion. The boat. I can't stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Highest woman in red on SmackDown. This is this is about Tamina and nothing more. True. Period. 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 And listen, I'm the the worst part is, and I, I said this to TC last week, but I'm gonna say it again, and it's true. The fact is, is that nothing really changed. It's the same tag team, just with different names. Because Tamina is your it's, Shayna it's, Baszler. It's a, it's a Walmart great value version of the team that just had this idea. Yeah, yeah. Tamina is your Shayna Baszler. She's the badass in real life and in the ring that they dropped the ball on a long time ago. Granted, she was hindered by injuries, but we know the deal. And yeah. then Natty is the one who had potential early on, but they drowned her first with a bad gimmick, then with, you know, meaningless mid-card feuds. And now it's just like, we don't care. So <laughs> it's the same tag team, but with a different, I guess, wrinkle I will to say it. they at least tried to build up Natty in the brand split in 2016 with SmackDown Live when she turned heel. They tried. <laughs> they did. To build try. They tried. <laughs> And unfortunately, they didn't to me no favors by being the love interest of Santina Morella. People forget that. that oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I'd awful. Not. They're trying to make her a girly girl. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's, I had but I'm happy for Tamina. And you know what? Regardless of the fact, I may not be too invested in Natty. But at the end of the day, I'm happy she got those tag titles. She's a very entertaining, controversial figure in Total Divas. And you know what? Fuck it. If it ends up being a nice little story plot in Total Divas, I'm all for it. <laughs> Fucking carry <you. laughs> Yo, watch Total Divas for real? Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> I've watched all seasons, yeah. Gotta get on that Total Divas train before it's pretty. It's actually really entertaining. It's so is, it, is it as fake as Miz and Mrs. obviously is? Oh, no, it's so much better. It's so much better. Yeah. The episode where Brie Bella loses her shoe, it's like, where did I lose my shoe? Yo. <laughs> oh, my God. That's where Brie Bella happened, was drunk. Exactly. What, I, what I'm going to tell you right now, then maybe it's just because I binged it all, but I'm going to stand for Miz and Mrs. That's my Miz show. Miz and Mrs. is, a, is amazing. <laughs> like, that, that's my show. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> like, a good show. It, it really is. It's just so it. obviously staged. It, it, it's just, I don't I don't care. Yeah. It's still funny. Yeah. It's still there is some stuff that is staged. Like, for instance, there was a storyline, and I think the first season of the Total Divas, or maybe the second season, where Natty was trying to be sexy for TJ. It was when, yeah. he, when he first Ew. got that injury. And then, like, she was like, looking fine as all hell in this nice black lingerie. And, and he was just not giving TJ a fuck. Just, TJ just no sold the fuck out of her. <laughs> he petted her like he was a dog or something. And I was like, just like, oh hey Nat. Just just lay there on the couch with him. And Natty was just trying to get the business. She was trying to get her back phoned out and TJ wasn't having any of it. But hey, my man hacking like he didn't want no parts of that. Shit, he should have tagged me in. I would have I would have uh, 
I'm just hey, saying. Hey, chill. No, Natty, it's underrated. I'm we we moved on, Vince. I agree. I she is, she's underrated. Uh, she's the boat. Uh, hit row. No. What did y'all hey, think man. about that, man? Isaiah Swerve Scott debuts his new faction. Oh my gosh, I fucking love the dude. I love it. It felt like a whole like label, like a whole brand, like a hip hop. It was something label. different. It's, 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 it's mm-hmm. Death Row, Death Row Records. There it's, you just, go. it's the wrestling version, but I, I, I yeah. dig it though. I dig it. And, and and let's stop trying to be fake woke complaining about it. It's like, oh, why well, they have to make the black people rappers? Because they rap in real life. <laughs> Did we pay attention? Like, I don't, oh, I don't get people that don't pay attention to content. Like, my dude has been in the studio. All the promos? Yeah. yeah my dude's been in the studio the for months. Yep. Like, pay attention, bro. Ugh. 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 It's not. Nah, this is going to be dope. This is going to be real dope. It's, it's nice. It's nice given the fact that we lost EWE. And it looks exactly. like we still got like a very interesting stable coming up. Yeah. And they have a mm-hmm. dope ass, interesting woman, a woman wrestler in there as well. So I'm interested to see where the fuck this goes. They got a muscle, they got a, the mid card guy that takes the heat, and they got the woman, the strong dominant woman, and they got the leader in Swerve. I'm all for it. That's how you make a stable. Exactly. This is why NXT leads the pack right here, because you just do, you just keep this train rolling on a regular basis, mm-hmm. even though whatever the hell they're doing with Kyle is not working for me right now. There's some misses. <laughs> There's plenty of hits like this right here. Don't get me started on Cool Kyle. I, I, I refuse to call him that because I don't know who who thought that was that was cool to say that that was dope to say on TV. Well, they need to be shot. Oh, you didn't know? No. <laughs> no. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. Trash. Um, and I said that I told y'all this. Him, him and Adam Cole was going to have a fire match. Adam Cole was going to do everything in his power, working overtime to put him over. And I said, he's got to, they, they got to make this work after this is over. Because there's a good chance he could sink or he could swim. And sure enough, that shit is sinking faster than the Titanic. It's bad. I was actually not the biggest fan of the match. I thought the match was okay. I don't thought, I didn't think it was a great match. It was too long. It was way too long. Yep, it was. You could have accomplished everything that they did in that in almost half that time. Their I'm match sure. was. You want to know what else is too long, guys? This segment. <laughs> Before y'all go on a tangent, I'm just going to move on because the way y'all was going, it was going to be like another 10. Minutes. I was about to help you transition and say that they could have accomplished what they wanted to in that match almost in a short amount of time, just like Cody could accomplish what he wanted to say in his promo like longer than what he fucking did. He cut a 15 minute promo, made it feel like 30 minutes and could have accomplished it in three. I don't know if we were going to go there, but we went there now. <laughs> I, I was about to. I was about to move on. That, that's why. Because like, this is how I, I was I was ready for this on Wednesday after I heard that promo. I'm upset. But I'm over it now. I'm over it now. And so I, I really, I don't really have much to say other than Cody. Sit your ass down. Please. I'm tired of it. Missed the Sovereign soundboard so much. I wish I had my own on the Smack and the Raw podcast. Did y'all see that Deadspin article on Cody? No, I haven't. No. Somebody wrote a, an article on Deadspin 
I'm gonna find the the exact headline. Give me a moment. He's actually finding it right now. I am. <laughs> Made it to the That's interesting. Because the headline reads: <laughs> Cody Rhodes needs to fuck off more than anyone has ever fucked off in the history of fucking. Ah, up. Say that. Oh man. <laughs> Oh shit! This, this, this was Jesus. written. This was written the week before this promo. By the way, yep. really? Oh man! Foreshadowing. Yeah. Heavy. I will say this. I feel like since his match with Dustin at Double or Nothing, I feel overrated like, match. By the way, I'm sorry. No, I fucking love that. I match. was there. It was. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't all that. <laughs> I love the match for what it was, but I, I feel I, like it's been know. downhill for Cody ever since. People saying it's the most emotional match they ever seen. Get get the fuck out of here. It wasn't it wasn't emotional. It was a what it what it really was was a rebirth for Dustin Rhodes because he had to shed he had to shed the skin of the gold dust character that people have seen for decades and show people like, yo, listen, there's an actual person in here and I actually have a career that I can pave out as Dustin Rhodes, not this guy that you've seen in WWE for years. I was really cheesed doing the gold dust thing. I'm sorry. Hashtag yeah. gold dust. Over Dustin Rhodes. I'm just, I like Goldust over Dustin too, by the way. Goldust over Dustin. <laughs> Goldust was fire. Like, like the other other gimmicks he had weren't, but I remember when he was in TNA, he was black. Was to say, what the fuck was uh, that? Cool. What the fuck was that? An emo version of Goldust? Every time he uh, tried to do one of those gimmicks outside of WWE, seven. it's wrong. Yeah, I was about to say, like, seven, that, that was god awful like every mm-hmm. time you tried to do something in that that light it just came off so wrong i still think they should have him join the dark order at seven no stop it no i love hey. the line tour and the line term storytelling between that you're having right there tc I think that's dark right. order is gonna go down as one of the biggest flops aew ever produced outside like of outside of Brody lee i like what they are now I don't mind it, but given how they started, it's just it's. I like the, the potential after Brody passed, but now I just don't care about him. That, so I, I don't I don't really care to talk about this whole promo situation. I'm not going to hold you, but if I have to say something, it's not even so much to Cody. It's to the these people that simp over stuff like this. I'm really disappointed in all of y'all because. Why I had to go on Twitter and see people putting Cody in fucking MLK pictures and like and, and Malcolm X quotes and all this other stuff. Like y'all really, y'all really need to get y'all shit together. Cause this it's not funny. It's really not. Like people the the the, the promo bad enough, but the aftermath and y'all who don't know how to act. Brandy trying so to salvage worse. it. Brandy trying to salvage it hey. was and that, that, that was that, worse. That made exactly that made me even more mad because I'm like, you know what? You are not the person to to, to take this stance right now because you just as bad. Truthfully, if you really want to keep it on it, like you probably the same way behind closed doors. And it's like, don't don't sit up here and kind of defend the man when it's like you know you you march and lockstep with him the whole way. You know, that, John, that's why. John. That, that, that's why I heard cutting that that promo on Jade way back when pissed everybody off because I'm like, you don't talk like that. Mm-mm. You think you don't the after school special, bitch? Like, like, no, you don't. You don't do that. You know, you don't speak Sh- that. 
John Cena once famously told Roman Reigns this, it's better to keep your mouth closed and have people think that you're stupid than to open it and prove them right. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say to Cody. Reed, you, you uh, like, <sighs> no, I didn't. No. You ain't like none of the Kunta Cody memes at all? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Bro, it tri- every, word, every one I saw just triggered Only me the a McMahon little bit more. ones are good. Only the Vince McMahon ones are good. <laughs> Like that, like that, that's exactly that, that fit, you know what I'm saying? But the more I kept seeing those, it was like, I was so close to having a rant of my own about it, but I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to devote my energy to this. I'm really not because like I said, it's, it's, it's who Cody really is. He just, he just never let it shine through until that promo, which he had to take what 15, 20 minutes to do, but I don't know if I was more offended at the promo or the fact that he using his dad's nickname. Yeah. I don't know which one. I, you know what? That's not that's something I'm not mad about. It's just again, I think the thing I'm most annoyed about is he took a 15 minute promo, made it feel like 30 minutes, and he could have said what he said in five. Cody Rhodes. Stop it. Get some help. Once again, proving my point that the Bulls are iconic because of Jordan. Stop. <laughs> we're, not going, we're not getting back into this. Oh, here we, go. we already got the basketball convo out system before oh, we went. No. Oh, so we wouldn't waste, you know, waste our, our listeners' precious time. I care. <laughs> care about our listeners. If you really cared about your listeners, you wouldn't be hyping up New Jack like you did to start up the episode. <laughs> but that, hey. that's, that's neither here nor there. And New Jack is a Hall of Famer. to the ring of natural born killers. Like we we gonna put him in. We we gonna put him in the Hall of Fame. Right, okay. I'm about to say we, he got to go on the Young King Storm. Real talk. The original gangster. I need another drink. <laughs> Moving yeah, go, on. We'll get you a blue moon as as we uh we we crown New Jack onto the throne. Scare right. the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so, uh, as per tradition, uh, for the month after WrestleMania, we got backlash, or as we call it now, WrestleMania backlash. What is that about? Uh, we got seven matches on the card, five championships defended. Uh, let's get to the grades here, man. On the uh, on the kickoff, we had Sheamus versus Ricochet. Sheamus versus Rick O'Shea. The goats, it's the greatest of all time. The great white fella for life. Your <laughs> United States oh, yeah. champion. You know, the I just, greatest. Yeah, this, this is Vince's first show. The face of game. America and the United States doing the red, white, and blue proud. My man, Shane. You know something? I, I yeah, you, you, you mentioned that. Like this, is the first time we've seen Vince since you know before Mania went down. I had, I had an awakening. I had a moment of clarity, and I saw the light. I saw uh, the, night, the bright the light in Sheamus's entrance, and I saw the greatness that uh, is Sheamus. The night the pro- of the Royal Rumble, you referred to Mr. <laughs> Sheamus as mid at best. January 31st, I was wrong, and now I am Very right. wrong. Man, and no. now you simp as you should. <laughs> I am. Stan, I am Seamus' number one stand on Twitter no, and in the wrestling one. podcast. You were wrong before WrestleMania. 
I was like, dead this, wrong. This isn't something that just like he. I was dead wrong. He hasn't just become worthy of this praise after WrestleMania. This exactly. I was he blind. Was I needed new argumentation on my prescription years. of my glasses. I got that. I got new glasses. My Thank prescription you. was updated, and I saw the light. I saw Seamus's great white lights okay. shine upon us, and I see his greatness now. Uh, Greatest of all time. Y'all don't understand how hard I was rooting for Sheamus in that match. And then when I saw right after Matt showed me the screenshot where he actually changed it to a stand page, you don't know how much pride I have in you right now, bro. Like that, oh, that got, that got, I created a, I created a logo with the, like the NWO, like, like font, Bella for life. Oh man. But we can't release it because Travis doesn't, you know, Travis like wants us to make sure that it's something that people can buy before I actually can go ahead and show on the show or else I would have already made that into a t-shirt. And you still make it into a t-shirt. I can't. I just can't sell it or show it on the show until it's available for purchase. Wear it on other people's shows. Yeah. Hey. There we go. Fella for life. Seamus 515. That's the shirt I need to get. Seamus five fifteen says, "I just broke kicked your ass." That that's that's what it should say. So speaking of Seamus, he uh, he beat Ricochet. Uh, was it for the title? Did anybody? No, no. As far no. as I know, it wasn't for the title. Vince would know. I read the Wikipedia. Damn it! I did my research before coming onto the show. Nobody watched the match. I didn't. See nah, it. I, I was thinking I it started at eight and it started at seven. So yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll go running back, but as for now, we have incomplete grades on this match. Uh, but for the opener, uh, Rhea Ripley uh, defeated Oscar and Charlotte to retain the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, I don't, I, I didn't see this one yet. I have to go run this back because I was, I was, uh, you know, working a wrestling show here. Shout out to Versus Pro Wrestling. Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, I was yes, working sir. the show, so I didn't get to see this, but I, I was listening. I had my headphones in. I had the, the show on in my pocket. And uh, Rhea Ripley won. Uh, who did she pin? She got the pin on Oscar after. I don't. I don't know what happened to Charlotte when she was on the apron. It looked like she had kicked Oscar into Rhea, but then I guess she fell or something like that because I, I don't know. But they just turned back after the pin, and Charlotte was just down on the floor. So, but yeah. yeah. It was it was good though. I I for the expectations that I had for this match, it was far better than I expected. Uh, it's the best Rhea looked so far since mm-hmm. she's been on Raw and as a champ. Uh, and it just kind of just it built slowly. You know, it, it got better as as the time went on. So uh, I'm gonna give it an A minus because it far exceeded my expectations. I will say it would have been better if we got some uh, interference from Alexa. Because I'm sick and tired of seeing her show up on TV to do nothing but talk. And if Charlotte wasn't going to uh, win anyway, playground. Yeah, if Charlotte wasn't going to win anyway, this is the perfect way to segue. So, but I, I don't know. Assuming Charlotte's the target. That's well, what we. Know that's what? what we think. Yeah, I don't think it's the target. Didn't she create some voodoo magic thing on Shayna Baszler on Raw? But Charlotte I, was in the match, so Oscar was also in the match. It could but, be there's a lot of people in the match. You know, that was the I, whole point. It left it open for interpretation. So, I know. <laughs> here's what I think apparently is going to happen. So, uh, okay. Lily had her eye on something red, and she was eyeing uh, Sonya Deville, who had a red suit on that night. 
when Sonya Sue game is fired, she color coordinates sure. depending on where she's working. So that's dope. So uh, really seen the uh, you know, Sonya has been connected with Charlotte Flair over the past few weeks. So I figure, you know, I say a failure. Uh, I figure that something is going to happen with one of those two. But I, I don't know. We're going to see. Uh, Katie, what, what grade do you have for this match? Uh, I'll, give it, I'll give it an A. I'll give it an A. It was, a like, yeah, like Reek said, is a lot better than Rhea's been since she's been on Raw. And, like, some parts kind of slipped here and there. But it wasn't an awful bad match. It was pretty good. Yeah, there, there, there's, some, there's definitely some clunky spots here and yeah. there. But. but I know Oscar and Charlie, they did their thing, though. Is, is worth yeah. it for their interactions. I, I all, all three of them are fantastic wrestlers, so they're going to put on a really good match. It's just exactly. it's whether or not they have the chemistry. Obviously, yeah. we've seen exactly. that Charlotte and Oscar can put on a fantastic match. Charlotte and Rhea put on a great match at WrestleMania last year, and Rhea and Oscar had some chemistry too. So all three of them in the ring? Well, some, some. some barely some. Yeah. Sprinkles. Their Raw match was better than, those, than the WrestleMania match. I ain't saying yeah. much. Yeah, it's not, but it is what it is. They matched last week with okay for what it's worth. Uh, next up for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, uh, Ray Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio defeated the Dirty Dogs. Uh, I, I saw glimpses of this one, so I, I will tag in with my my thoughts here. Uh, I'm gonna give it a C because I feel like the the match did go on a little bit too long. It, it drug out a little bit. Uh, Dominic was attacked by the Dirty Dogs earlier in the evening. Uh, they they threw a couch on this man. <laughs> a couch. Oh man, a uh, ass couch. So uh, with that being said, it was a handicap match, uh, but then it turned into a tag match because Dominic was you know he came back down uh, to the ring after a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. got in. And uh, it made the pin, won his first championship. With the uh, mild sauce of frog splashes. Yeah. I, I, you got to learn how to do a frog splash like your pop. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I, I want to take credit for this moment, though. Uh, I feel, personally, I feel like we pushed Ray Mysterio to be a better father, and he ended up winning <laughs> championships with his dad. I feel like it was on us. Uh I feel like they should credit us for this a little bit because I think like he would have never did this if 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 he didn't you know have that yeah. chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Uh, okay, so full disclosure for our listeners who aren't in the know, uh, back in December of 2020, we we yeah on our our award show we crowned Rey Mysterio the worst father in wrestling of 2020. And uh, since that time, oddly enough, he took a, a turn for the better, apparently. Like immediately. Yeah. Like a very immediate turn. I would like to rebuttal and say if there really are true listeners, they should already be in the know and no need for an explanation. Yeah, I didn't need no context to that. If you, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. If you don't know, go back and watch the episode. I don't want to turn it. And then binge watch every single episode. Explain context to everybody all the time. That's true. That's true. Uh, so I'm getting what happened on Raw 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta give this a C minus, and I'm bordering on a D because this, this is the whole attacking Dom backstage and Ray's hurt. Like 
It was so unnecessary. It was so highly unnecessary. The four of them together in one match could put on a perfectly good match and shave off, yeah, without all the extra stuff and shave off some time even because it's like this just felt like it dragged. So all that extra stuff beforehand took me out of it going into the match, and then it just felt like it dragged with with the, the, the whole thing with Ray going in by himself entirely too long. It's like they this could have been so much better if we could have just brought them out normally and had the damn match playing this up. Like this was too much. Yeah. I'm happy they got the moment, but it's like, listen, oh. you could you could have got there a lot quicker. Yeah. Let me preface by saying this I'm 120% biased, but I'll give it a B minus. I don't think you that even watch it. Yes, I watched <laughs> it. How dare you break kayfabe TC Fontaine? Uh but I watched the match. I thought it was really good. It didn't go a little bit long. I don't think they needed to do the whole spot where they injured Don before the match, throwing the couch and whatnot. Although the little wrinkle of like Ray being the protective father, not wanting to tag in his son because he's concerned for him being still injured was a nice little wrinkle. I don't think it needed. I think they should have just went out there and had the match out wrestled uh, Rudolph, not the dirty dogs. But regardless of the fact, regardless of the mild sauce frog splash that he hit at the end, I thought it was a good match. I thought it was a good moment. B minus. B minus. What, what grade you give it, Katie? I was C plus. It's just, I mean, it was too long. Yeah, the moment was incredible. Very heartfelt, very heartwarming. But yeah, no need to attack Dom beforehand. Match was too long. C-plus. They did what LeBron James and Bronny wanted to do, but will never will. So they became champions together. Bronny and LeBron will never do that. So they'll have that over them. Well, I mean, you got to... You got a low-hanging fruit to take a shot at. (laughs) (laughs) You got got to tip your cap to Ray for winning tag titles with two generations of Guerreros, too. Wow, what the fuck? (laughs) That was literally my next line. Did you hack something? (laughs) <laughs> I was about to say that I had I had that written verbatim. You know that's how you guys know our great tag team because you all guys already know what the other one's thinking. The chemistry has been there so long. Who had my wow. You guys are like the Usos bad. of podcasting before we put a, a put a split in between. <laughs> hey, if we the Usos. I'm Jimmy. Oh no! So so I gotta I gotta be I gotta be Roman's bitch. That's how it's seen. I hey, hey, I'm, I'm to apply some things. I don't know if I were you, Rick, I wouldn't take that lightly. Never I mean, mind. Like, okay, my I just had to call dibs. Right. No offense. I just had to call dibs first before it wasn't there and I had to be Jay. I don't want to be Jimmy. Honestly, I would want to be Jimmy just because I'd be married to Naomi. That'd be also so reason. Facts. And Jimmy's shirt better too. I bought that shirt, by the way. <laughs> Yo, I'm surprised they let him come out with a shirt saying that, like, saying bitch on it on TV. And it, then they apparently it. blurred it in some places. They didn't blur it at all in Chicago. Well, I know they didn't blur it here, but I saw like nah. screenshots. I don't know if people were like re watching it or something, but yeah, it was blurred out. Box don't care. This money. Nah, he don't. <laughs> I bought the shirt. He was still in the ring. It's better than <laughs> it's better than that John Moxley and Lily shirt that was compared to on Twitter the other day. It's one of the it's better, better than shows. a lot of shirts they put out. Like, like there the was a big shirt with like, ass on it back in the day. 
Attitude Era was wild, man. Attitude hey. Era was wild. Hey, let's move on, man. Uh, next up, we, we shouldn't spend more than like 30 seconds talking about this. Uh, Damian Priest defeated The Miz in a Lumberjack match. Uh, the Lumberjacks were zombies. Uh, I'll give it an F because it had zombies at ringside. I didn't care about the match because there were zombies at ringside. I turned the match on. I, I, I had, had to turn the pay-per-view off real quick because I had just left versus, and I, I didn't get the, the show on. And I got the show on, and I turned it on to this match, and I saw zombies at ringside, and I just checked out immediately. Uh, apparently, it was it was cross-promotion for his new Zack Snyder film starring Batista, and Batista introduced the zombies, apparently. I don't know. But Batista uh, was not there. So this gets an automatic F for me. Yeah, give me what I want. It gets an automatic F, regardless. Uh, I just hope they pretend tomorrow that it never happened. No, they'll bring it up. They'll bring it up. They'll bring up. It's raw, bro. They're gonna bring it up like five times, dude. (laughs) At least. Oh wait, I want to see what happened to the Miz last night. Check out this. John Morrison's gonna bring it up. Miz will bring it up. Yo, man, yeah, John started doing parkour moves on the fucking zombies, bro. He became yeah. Johnny Cage. <laughs> All right, let's move. Hey, on. Rick. I, I think I think Rick has something to say. I uh, I'm gonna make this quick. DJ, start the track, please. Uh, kill me back in, please. <laughs> DJ, start the track. I'm upset. Okay, no. so I, I've been on this tangent for several months now, and it, it's very simple. I am sick and tired. I'm not gonna spend more than thirty seconds. I know, I know. I said I'm gonna make this quick. Make this quick. But I, I'm just, I'm sick and tired of lazy writing on my TV. And this was just another example of lazy writing. There's cheap plugs and there's expensive plugs. This was expensive because of what it took out of me personally that I had to sit here and watch this for longer than ten minutes. You want to, you want to plug the movie? Plug the movie. Have a segment backstage. Get it out the way. Do not sit up here and have a match that didn't need to happen. First of all. And add in all this extra bullshit. If Batista's not gonna show up at the very least, like this was stupid. This was stupid. Priest don't need to keep going on with the Miz and Morrison, whatever, all this other stuff. That needs to be done. But this, all of it, zombies, whatever, like this was somebody flipped the coin backstage and said it's either gonna be zombies or it's gonna be. Uh, I don't know, something. They, they, they choose between that and something else. They flipped the coin and landed on zombies and they said, okay, write it into the show. And that was it. I don't ever want to see something this lazy again because that's all this was to me. To play devil's advocate just because I'm a little tipsy, uh, he kind of did plant the seeds on it saying, bring superstars from Raw, bring superstars from SmackDown, bring aliens from outer space or whatever the fuck he said. So he opened the door for some shenanigans, something ridiculous. No excuse. No excuse. That is blasphemous. Exactly. Also, I really thought Reek was about to go. I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane, and I got really disappointed when you didn't. I've had it with this motherfucking lazy writing. So, so, so the match, the match gets, the match gets an F. The match gets an F. The creative team gets an F. Everyone involved gets an F. Miz and Priest both need bonuses for doing for being subjected to this bullshit. Hey, but, but why does Reek remind you of random Samuel L. Jackson characters? The way he said it, I've had it. I immediately thought of that. This is the second Samuel Jackson movie reference we've had on this show today. In, in regards to 
<laughs> oh man. So yeah, fuck that match. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you did a disservice <laughs> to both of those guys. Every, everybody involved gets an, except, except for the participants, because they they deserve kudos for dealing with this bullshit. But everything no, else is an F. There's kudos is John Morrison for bringing out the parkour. You know what? It was probably Morrison's idea. So give him an F2. <laughs> that sounds like some shit he would come up with. Yeah. Nah, that sounds like some mid shit. Nah, Morrison. Nah, this nah, ain't that. Ain't that Do you watch Ms. Morrison, Vince? It's Morrison. Yeah, nope. exactly. To be fair, since we've established that it's scripted and it's clearly staged, that's the gimmick of Morrison. I'd like to give Morrison the person more credit. It was his fault. I blame I blame Morrison. How dare you? Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that movie too, just because they, they didn't cast him. <laughs> <laughs> they, they filmed that movie out here too. They, they didn't cast him. So oh, oh. I like Zack Snyder though, so show love to him. I'm still watching. Fuck that movie and that match. Uh, let's move on, man. For the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bianca Belair defeated Bailey again. I think we all knew that would happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna give this one a B just because it, it was it was pretty lengthy, which is cool. But I, I think you know, I don't know. I have to go watch it back. My grade might be different. I think I might rank it higher than I rank it. Probably I'm just giving it a B because I didn't really get to pay that much attention to it. Uh, but they had great chemistry. They had great chemistry on SmackDown. Great chemistry here. Uh, I think what they should do, I want to see one more time. Uh, the way it ended, I think Bailey needs a rematch. I think she should petition uh, to, to get a rematch here. And uh, one condition, Bianca Belair cannot use her hair. To, she, she's used her hair to win two straight matches. She should be banned from using it. Oh, yeah, so, that's so, something that Bailey should petition to be like. I just said excluded. that. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying that should be there should be a whole stick on SmackDown where she petitions to get that fit to be a stipulation, and she still beats Bailey. So I, I took what you said. Now you're gonna steal my notes, bro. Like that's literally that's the first. I put three different things on, about this match, and you just took you said them all. <laughs> Use it. Like damn, bro. Revenge. <laughs> Jesus. Well, uh, I guess I'm just gonna go ahead and give it a B plus for same reasons, since you know that's what I was gonna say anyway. Uh, but it, they do need to run it back one more time. I guess you add a stipulation. Uh, it don't. It don't, it don't do that shit. Hell in the cell, just because. No, 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 no. If anyone's gonna get hell in the cell, it needs to be her and Sasha. But. Um, no, like they, they do a triple threat between Sasha, Bailey, and Bianca. Please, please no, no more triple, triple threat rematches from yeah, yeah. It's a no for me, dog. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> getting yeah, I'm, 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 I'm starting to like because the thing is, and the thing is too, like the triple threats lately have been good, but it's like you're doing it to death now. Like you don't need to keep on bringing that out. Like there's other plenty of other stipulations you can use. Gone eliminator, hell in a cell match. That's what we need. <laughs> No? no, no, nobody. Fine. No, Ooh. sir. No, sir. Ooh. A gauntlet hell in the cell would just be too big. I, I, I will, I will give a small caveat though. After the second match with Bailey, I said this before. She needs to go to Raw to get yes. a get a package deal because Raw got more than enough women to spare. Make a nice package deal. Could throw a bunch of these women over to SmackDown. Get All Bailey on Raw. Considerations they never use. 
Oh, please. DraftKings, what, what, what is that at this point? Because oh, I don't, don't let Matt hear this. He'll go on a rant. Oh, I know he will. I know he will. He's, he's, he, it just sounds he, cool. I, I guess so, because like, we don't never see these considerations come up. Like, unless, unless, it, unless it's one of those situations where you just later down the line, like, that's how AJ wound up on Raw, even though it was really about Paul Heyman. But, you know. I would like them to use those draft considerations to be like, oh, we get dibs on an NXT superstar that's getting called up. Like, that's what justifies the superstar going to Raw or SmackDown. It's like, we have draft considerations from NXT or 205 Live or NXT UK. It's such a simple explanation, too. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. common sense is par for the course for WWE, you know? And, and, and I, I know they tapped in to the show, so it's something we'll probably see them do on television at some point later this year. Yeah. Because they'd be like, oh, yeah, remember those draft considerations? We should do something about that. I got season this is us waiting. Try me, motherfuckers. I got the season this is ready for y'all. Jesus. Not playing no more. Not playing. Dang. Uh, move, moving on to uh, our co-main event here, man. Uh, we got for the WWE Championship, I'm going to say the whole name because that's how we do it. <clears throat> the almighty WWE Champion Bobby Lashley defeated Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre in a triple threat match. And you know what? I'm sorry if this offends anybody. This is an A-plus for me. This is probably my favorite match of the night. Uh, it exceeded my expectations. That's why I wasn't expecting much of this match going into it. And they, all three guys went like 150% out there. Like, come on now. This, this was, this was, this was dope. Like, we had to mention, no, like, we had to mention Noku Driver from Drew Mack onto Braun Strowman, bro. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was full throttle. Bumming meat. <laughs> the whole entire time. It was incredible, man. I loved it. Big meaty man slapping meat. I loved it. Bobby That's, Lashley uh, winning, I'm sorry, the almighty WWE champion Bobby Lashley winning was just the icing on the cake. Cause I was just like, I was in the middle of watching the match. I was like, you know what? I'm really enjoying this match and they're going to ruin it if Bobby don't win. And he won. That's true. He, was, he, was, he, was, he was waiting to pounce like a true champion. That's how I felt about his WrestleMania match. If he don't win, Same. they're going to ruin That's it. That's how I feel about every match he has until I see him <laughs> face Brock Lesnar. He needs yeah. to win every single match. Do you think it'll happen match. at SummerSlam? Do you I think hope we'll so. I really hope so. Probably if they have it at the Garden, it has to. That's true. That's true, because they're talking about that. They're talking about that heavy. Uh, um, I'm, I'm definitely giving this an A because it was exactly what it needed to be. Because I mean, the three of them, it was just one big old hoss fight between three guys doing a lot of, like you said, a lot of spots that guys that size, you don't see them doing. But uh, even more so, yeah, 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 slap the chops and all that. Um, yeah, so the, the other thing, too, is, like, I, I drew this comparison right at the very end because I saw this spot before. The 2015 Rumble match between Cena, Rollins, and Brock, like, this, this wasn't, obviously, it wasn't that match. But it's like, when, once you saw Lashley go through the LED board, I'm like, Okay, he's gonna come back to life on some zombie shit and fuck everybody up. And he sure enough, he showed back up when it moment mattered most, hit that spear, game over. For that alone, I'm like, okay, 
this is gonna last for a while. I I, I can appreciate what's what's happening here. So that bumped it way up for an A for me, right off the bat. What about you, Katie? I mean, I've definitely talked about how the build to this match was garbage. Um, but all three of them are fantastic. I mean, we know Drew and Bobby have great chemistry based off their past matches. Braun's okay, but he's there. He, he's there, exactly. He, he didn't have to be in this match. But, I mean, the table spot was good with him and Drew going through the LED, which <laughs> him <laughs> or Lashley, <laughs> Lashley and Braun did. Like, how, I don't remember how long ago that was. But to kind of do that again, it gets an it gets an A, because Bobby made the man, for a while. <laughs> I'm done now. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just give it a B plus and move on. You gotta go watch the match back too, though. Yeah, oh, no. yeah, it might help. You guys, you guys painted such a fantastic picture for me that B plus worthy. <laughs> B plus. B plus. Bumping me. B, B plus players. Bumping me. Mid at best. Mid at best. Uh, for the Universal <laughs> Championship and our main event, uh, the Tribal Chief, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, defeated Cesaro. Uh, I'm going to give this one an A as well. I, I thought both main events were just fantastic. Uh, this was a great story that was told. Uh, great, you know, great philosophy from both of these guys who are good philosophy guys, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Roman, you know, whooped his ass during the match. Uh, after the match, Jay Uso starts whooping Cesaro's ass. And then out here comes Seth Rollins, and he started whooping his ass, too. He got his ass cooked. He got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. <laughs> Unfortunately for Cesaro, uh, First ever main event, first ever world title match, and you, you get whooped, and then you get your ass beat multiple times after the match. And I don't know what's next for for my guy, man. Do do we get him versus Seth and Hell in the Cell? You think? Probably. I think oh. I think that's probably the move. I don't want that, man. Doesn't matter if you want it; it's probably gonna happen. Just. Oh man! I guess that kind of boasts the question: Is like if you're gonna get Cesaro versus Seth, at least, Seth, at least this deserves it, though. Yeah, true. But what the fuck does Roman do at Hell in a Cell? He he, the tribal chief. He don't gotta do nothing. He he beat everybody that's come to his way. Assuming he has to do something, what does he do? Uh, we don't we don't know what's next for Roman. Yeah, that's a good point. Shit, I was about to ask this too. I don't know what's next for Bobby Lashley. Like, what's well, next I was, for I was watching. Uh, I was watching MVP and Almighty WWE Champion Bobby Lashley on the uh, the watch along post show. Yeah, and he's, he said he's going on vacation. So good, he deserves it. He's a hardworking champion. Well, we, we might not see he's no Sheamus, but he's a hardworking champion. He's better than Sheamus, I think so. I'm biased. He's the greatest of all time. <laughs> I'm biased. Oh, that's just right below him. Sheamus, Sheamus is like the, Sheamus is the Lakers. Sheamus is the Lakers, and Bobby Lashley is the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan. Sheamus, technically, if you want to be technical, if you want to be real, Sheamus 
has claimed to be in the second GOAT. Amos has defeated the head of the table, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, in five minutes and 15 seconds. Seamus has won everything but one thing there is to win. My heart? You already captured The Intercontinental. Universal. I was going to say Universal title, but yeah. yeah that's oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, okay. Capture my heart. I think that's more valuable than both the Universal and IC title put together. Reed, man, what do you think of this match? <laughs> uh, I'm a, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get this A plus, cause uh, y'all know I'm a sucker for psychology in matches, and th- th- this, this, this really did it for me because I mean, you know, I- I've been saying for the longest time, Cesaro deserved it, you know, his moment, and he got there, and it was like the the story, like he said, that he was telling in there. It's like no matter what Roman could do physically. My dude was not st- sit staying down. It was just like, nah, I'm still. He had him in a choke, but he still lifted him up to slam him and everything like that. It's like there, there was no putting him away until like Roman just completely exhausted himself. Yo, but also that sequence when Cesaro slapped like three straight different submissions on him. Yeah, but you know, also that it's like we we haven't talked enough about this. Is like Roman's evolution as an entertainer is different. Because the wrestling has always been great. We knew that. But his promos got better. But him and just these matches, these quips that he do, like he's looking in the camera talking to DB. It's like him as an entertainer and the evolution, the strategy he's taking at that is like has really been on point. And this is adding to this new Roman that we've seen that's just been on point since, since he showed back up. I would like to argue that this has always been in Roman and Roman always wanted to do this because he's always been talking about how he wanted to do a heel turn, but they just never did. And because of the pandemic it was the perfect opportunity to turn him heel, given that there's no fans. I feel like this is something that he already had in, within himself. He knew he could do this. It just, he was never allowed to do this. We could have had this Roman maybe like two, three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this it is was probably- the perfect time to do it when he beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania. When he did the "This is my yard" like line, that seemed like a very heel move to like heel line to say, and That's- that would have been the perfect time to transition to that. But this, is the- this is the problem with shoving, you know, his, you know, Vince's favorite Herculean baby faces shoving them yeah. down our throats all the time. It's like you just can't shove shit down your throat. You need consent, Vince McMahon. You know, consent. Eighty. What did you think about the match? Uh, fantastic match I think this was probably my favorite match of the night just because Cesaro's so good and he's so underrated and the fact that he finally got this opportunity yeah he got his ass beat but he definitely put a whoop in a Roman too Uh, it was so good I like that there was no bullshit no interference from anyone until after the match A plus the other thing too is like I think we don't even notice enough how much like Paul and his his off to the side antics really kind of enhance the match like his facial expressions and all the stuff that he does it's like if you don't catch him it's like it it, it doesn't it doesn't hit the same during the match it's like when you see it it's like Mm -hmm. oh man like you just added to the drama which is, is good when you don't have fans you can make the argument that him being at Brock in ringside for Brock's matches added to Brock's matches, but because we were so sick of Brock, we never appreciated or even noticed it. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you always, always, every time Brock was in trouble, you'd always hear him screaming off the side, Brock, Brock. Like, yeah, and you'd that, actually feel like there was some like dread or like sense of urgency on Brock's side because he could actually lose to X person. Exactly. Even when he was teaming it, when he was paired up with CM Punk, it felt like shit was like real. It felt like CM Punk right. was in peril. Right. Yeah, like, he's just a goat. He's like, yeah, I'm about to say that's, managers. That that that's that's why this works so well. Like you can't you can't have anybody else in that position. Big dog. Should he hold the title for, for another two years? I think so. No, 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 no. We, bring we, back long title reigns. Listen, okay, listen. Well, then if he, he needs to hold, hold for two years. Then who the fuck takes the title off of him? You know. We oh no, no! Years. I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you this. I didn't tell you. Okay, so Roman needs to hold this title until WrestleMania in Dallas, and what needs to happen in January is, you, you remember Evolution? How Batista, you know, got you know he won the Rumble, but he was still kind of with Triple H up until, like, it was time for the split. That's what they need to do with Jay. Jay need to win the Rumble, and then Roman still need to keep on doing his thing. It's all about him because he's the head of the table and all this other stuff, even though Jay done won the Rumble. Listen, listen, I'm telling you, bro, they're planting the seeds for this already. They're planting the seeds for this already. Roman, this this is the first match that Roman won that Jay did not interfere for. Think about that for a second. The first time it actually happened. So now... He's going to be all feeling himself for the next several months. Jay going to mess around, win the Rumble, and he's all you're going to hear about is Roman Reigns. Right up until it's time to him to decide who he's going to face at Mania, he flips the switch, turns on Roman, face him at Mania. Jay Uso, main event Uso, is going to be a universal champion at WrestleMania. You can book it. I said what I said. You said what you said, yo. And that's our recap. So if you, you made it this far... We appreciate you. And if you, you turned it off at some point, you know, during our New Jack conversation, maybe, you know, during the Cody conversation, you thought, how dare they make fun of my Cody Rhodes? How yeah. dare they? Probably watching know. the wrong podcast if they watching get offended the by podcast. that. This is, this, is, this is not a Cody Rhodes stand podcast. We, we don't do that here. This is the New Jack Stand podcast, and Facts. occasionally when I show up, a Seamus Stand podcast. This is a Seamus Stand podcast, one hundred percent. That's right. There you go. And we don't we don't pull it's punches over here. The great white. Say what? We, we we don't pull punches over here either. So, I mean, if you if you you get sensitive, you feel like get hurt. You definitely listen to the wrong show. Yeah. Thanks. Fact. Yes, I have sound bites in my own voice on here too. As you should. Yes, my soundboard. Of course I do. Exactly. As you fucking should. If anybody else want they sound bites on here, send me some. You know what I'm saying? No, thank you. Mm, I might send you a little some some. I have my people talk. You gonna send me, bro? Not that. (laughs) Not that. Don't 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 send him daddy's home, please. No, 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 no. That's only exclusive for Matt and the Smackin' Raw podcast, where we really let loose over there. Shout out to Matt, man. I Shout out to did. Matt. Shout out to Matt. I hope we did, you know, justice in dedicating this episode to you. Mm-hmm. I hope Hopefully like, he watches you know, back this episode not knowing that I'm going to be on it, and then it's pleasantly surprised. Can you, <laughs> can you imagine, like, if somebody dedicated something to you and that shit was trash, what would you do? <laughs> 
that's know. a tough that's a that, that's a loaded question right there like would you lie or you just like would you still like have humble appreciation for it or i'd appreciate the gesture but yeah you know, it's just it's man you know i don't i don't have it in my capability to a lot of people so i just quietly ghost them see see Good. see you're what's wrong with today's generation. <laughs> oh, here we fucking go. I'm just saying. Shut up, Vincente. Chill. Oh. <laughs> like, like, I'm just saying. Like, you know, you just humbly accept, you know, like maybe no. it didn't meet your expectations, but you accept what was given. You know, like it was a nice gesture of appreciation and you just move on with your life. Because I, I feel like if you want to make I, a tribute to, to me for something, that means you, you, you really you know, trying to show how much you care. And if it's not up to par, then that's showing your level of care for me. And maybe so your standards just, are just too high. Nah, nah. nah. Maybe that's you know, I, I, I'm going I'm to I'm agree with Reek there. It's, it's, you know, we're going to quietly ghost. Uh, you know, that's what we do out here. Quietly ghost. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I'm going to quietly ghost our listeners. A few moments later. Add that to the song. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, we're back. Uh, I wanted to quietly ghost right, to your schedule, to your but, regular you know, we schedule. Had to, we had to return just momentarily. Uh, oh, my gosh. Because, you know, we forgot to plug the socials of our guests, and I don't, I don't want to do that. Uh, plug yeah. your socials, guys. Advance. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms at SES Vince, whether that's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the works, you know, you can go ahead and find me there. You can follow the the podcast Instagram page, which I'm trying to build up at Smacking the Rob Pod. Go ahead and give the latest episode a like. So whenever a new episode drops, it'll be posted there. You could also find us on Twitter at Smacking the Rob Pod. You can follow my co-host at Matt Ritter. That's M-A-T-T. R I D D E R. I can't do it as fast as he can. M A T T R I D D D R. Like his, I, I swear, <laughs> man, his oral game must be strong if he's saying shit like that. Um, you can find the audio version of our podcast, Linktree slash Smacking the Raw Pod, or just Smacking the Raw. I'm sorry, I've had a few beers. I can't can't recall. It's either or. And you can find the video version of the podcast at Linktree slash Creation World where you should subscribe on YouTube, but also check us out on Pornhub and you can find Poppy Pornhub over there, or Pornhub Poppy or whatever it is. That Pornhub Poppy? How do you forget your own nickname, bro? Oh, I had a few beers in me. Linktree slash Smacking It Raw, Linktree slash Creation World, Twitter.com slash I'll make sure to comment all the links on the Twitter post later on. Facts. Okay. first. Uh... I guess you can follow me on Twitter at Katie Rasslin 13 W-R-A-S-S-L-I-N 13. Baby, yeah. Um, Smack Raw is currently on a hiatus. Thank God, I get a break. I'm a um, punk sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> We're just revamping everything, but when we come back, you can follow the show on Twitter at SmackRawPod, YouTube.com slash SmackRawPodcast, audio version I have no idea what the fucking link tree is. I've never actually plugged it. I just say it's I think everywhere. It's link tree slash smacking a raw pod. No, smack raw pod. Like, it's what? available <laughs> on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, YouTube, Stitcher, Stitcher Podbean, uh, Podbean, Podbean, and I know whatever that. Audio podcast can be consumed. And Twitch. I just say 
audio. Oh yeah, twitch.tv slash putting you over is where we stream, but I don't even know what the streaming schedule of that is anymore because again, Twitch, we're switching everything up. Twitch.tv slash smack, uh, smack drop pod. Yeah, we don't really use that one anymore. I don't, I don't know what's should. going on with the show. Um, <laughs> changing everything. It's almost I got a new, as a mess as host. I am right now. Listen, all that matters is that I get my own show. I get a female co-host. Savannah. Shout out to Savannah. Mm. And uh, that was well, in the contract have... negotiations. Apparently, it was. Hmm? It was. You you are gonna you are gonna become a, a free agent and possibly sign with us. But then they was like, we, we make this deal sweet for you and give you a female co-host. Yeah. Which, which, and I, and I said this in the chat that night. Full disclosure: we were taking Savannah too. If you needed another, you know, female co-host with you, so you know. y'all could have did your own thing. Just call it the Young Kings Wrestling. You know. Young, young Kings, queens. I've, young, seen young kings queens. I've seen the young list. Queens you know you always have a home on Pornhub with the Smack the Rob podcast too if you ever decide to take options. Take a vis- oh yes you do. This Katie this break this what am I doing right now? This. Tomorrow night to be determined uh, uh-huh. might be a mega show. Uh, that's depending on Matt. Yeah. But so to be determined if not it, it's happening on yeah. the 200th episode but we might have something i'm yeah. gonna be everywhere i'm not taking a this fucking is, break Fuck this, this is this is this is the legal tampering period kitty sounds like she just got out of a, like a long-term relationship and it's like it's complicated we're taking a break that's kind of like the vibe i got from like the whole situation reek shut up <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah y'all can find me Ooh. at reek havoc 24 on instagram and on twitter uh, also, go check out the Havoc Hour. I got some new content up. Uh, playoffs are coming soon, so I'm going to be shooting some new episodes. So I will be hitting up Mr. Vince Delgado. Uh, check that out. Uh, ask Instagram on the page. Also, listen on Spotify, Anchor, uh, Google Play. Also, check out the video on YouTube as well. Uh, everybody but Katie has been on the show because Katie's not much of a sports person. So she should but, be. Go we check it out enough, anyway. We, we had enough NBA talk before this this podcast for her to like be intrigued to dip her toes in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my team's playing sure. start early for some reason. So y'all about to crazy. yeah yeah y'all about to play y'all about to play Golden State. I'm gonna play in the play. No, I'm, not, I'm not stressed to play Golden State. I'm stressed to play Steph. You're about to say <laughs> that boy. Same thing. Same difference. Same that difference. problem. That boy's a problem, man. Ooh. Okay, Steph is real. I'm gonna plug my socials. We can uh quietly ghost our listeners again. Uh again. I am TC <laughs> Fontaine with SPN. You can find me on Instagram at TC.Fontaine. I don't post on Instagram, but uh, I might some at some point. I don't know. I say that all the time and I never do it. But... He doesn't always post on Instagram, but when he does, yeah, it's but always fire. You can follow us at YK Wrestling underscore on Instagram and yk wrestling everywhere else on social media free yk wrestling yeah <laughs> everywhere except instagram because <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it Most definitely uh go ahead check out versus pro wrestling as well man go go subscribe to versus pro wrestling on twitch Check out those exhibitions we had earlier today, man. Y'all know who Effie is, right? I love Effie. Yeah, Effie is the champion. 
of the Party Hard Wrestling Sharizona champion. Uh, brand new. Just won today, man. So hey. he's out here winning championships in Vegas. Effie's my spirit. Shout out to Effie. He Slip. embodies the energy I try to give off on a daily basis. Shout out to Effie. It was dope. So I, I heard Vegas is like open back up officially. So I, I need to start making travel arrangements. Y'all check out a show, man. Come check out a show. Yes, sir. Might have the link up. Come check out the show, yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you, or you can watch it on Twitch, you know, if you can't make it. Thanks. Plug, plug, plug. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we're out of here. We didn't quietly ghost this time. but <laughs> We're gently pulling out, though. Yeah. <laughs> Later, y'all.